Oh, beautiful people. This is Miles and Mark from Minded Mindfulness, and we are here to talk about anger, episode five. Miles, how are you doing today? Mark, brother, what's up? Doing fantastic. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. Excited about this pod. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you and I were talking about, you know, how things are going. We're doing great. But anger is one of those things that just hangs out. And, you know, I was watching Gladiator and there was this great scene with Joaquin Phoenix screaming. And I'm so angry. (laughs) Why do people get angry like that? Uh And you were telling me about this definition like, oh, like it's a feeling. So what was this definition you were telling me about? Yeah, so the so the definition of anger is a strong feeling of annoyance, displeasure, or hostility. Okay, so it's a feeling, right? It's a feeling, yeah. Okay. Surprisingly. And what's interesting is what me and Mark discovered is that you don't actually know the difference between fear and anger. They're often right. associated with the fight, flight or fight response in your brain. Which means when you're angry, your brain actually thinks that you are being attacked or threatened, which means that it, it, it triggers you to believe that, okay, now I have to be aggressive. And that's often why, you know, you see someone like example in New York city crossing the street, cab driver goes a little faster. Hey, watch where you're going, buddy. As they Mm -hmm. say in New York. Right. Yeah, I I have had that experience a couple times. And it's also been the other way around where I'll be walking across the street and I'll get frustrated because someone plows through the stoplight or stop sign. I'll go, what the heck? Yeah, that exactly. Crazy. And it is very, I've never thought about that. My mind is going in a thousand directions, fight or flight. Because fear and anger do go hand in hand mm-hmm. that way. I never thought about it. Well, it's also interesting just the fact that so often our brain, you know, I would say when we're in a joyful mood or able to recognize or almost like appreciate the feeling of, hey, I'm feeling good. I feel just happy. You know, when you feel like on a cloud and everything just seems good, like the gum tastes better, the water, you know, tastes better. The air smells cleaner, all that good stuff. But when we're angry, it's really difficult for us to almost take a step back and recognize, why am I acting this way? Yeah, it's almost uh, like what we were talking about in our fourth episode a while back and how overcoming negativity Mm -hmm. is, is anger is a huge obstacle. If you're angry you know, the air doesn't uh, feel cleaner. Uh, The water doesn't taste better. It actually has the opposite effect. Mm -hmm. And how do we go about that? And it's really interesting because there's so many thoughts out there. I know the Stoics have um, some things to say about that. Christian thought does as well as Judaism and Buddhism. If you have any thoughts from any of the things we've read, I would love to hear it because just like, an immense topic yeah no i agree i I think to go back on your point on on stoics because that's obviously something big we talk about on this podcast yeah marcus aurelius said 
It's not things that that upset us, but rather our opinions about them, which okay. I thought was was really interesting. And a big thing that the Stoics believed was that yes, anger is part of us, but it's almost like we lose our humanity or almost like our our sense of of being human when we're angry because it's like an external source if you will but sometimes as you know anger can be internal as well and like you said it's such a big concept to wrap your head around in the sense of like someone can be angry for this reason for that reason but it's more about why we become angry in the first place and how to ultimately overcome it yeah well i really think that's wow yeah i actually am speechless because (laughs) it it, it takes me aback i'm like huh okay Uh, and um because the whole external losing your sense of humanity because almost you're taken out of yourself and your ability to make decisions that Mm -hmm. you're capability is diminished or is you're losing that because you're so angry and you're letting that drive your thoughts and it's such a powerful emotion so when you're happy you can also be not thinking but you're going to have so much more of a levity about you but anger i think it's a downward spiral in that way that you're allowing something external to affect you and control your decisions and then it's a downward spiral where you continue to make bad decisions because of that external factor and so or go ahead yeah no i was gonna say i also just think that a lot of the things that we get angry about especially the more like meaningless small annoying little things that happen throughout the day so like let's say your boss asks you to do something uh last minute you might be angry because you were about to get off of work and maybe uh you know spend some time with friends or family but rather you have to go back to work or Mm -hmm. you know maybe the career isn't going your way or like the relationship you're in isn't going as good as you would like it to be. A mm-hmm. lot of the, the, the things with anger often actually stems from controlling yourself. Right. Because like in, for example, in, in, uh, in Christianity or the Bible specifically, it says, do not hasten in your spirit to be angry for anger rests in the bosom of fools. Interesting that like it's interesting because there is this dynamic between the fool and the reasonable man. And as we were just saying, there's that dynamic of, controlling yourself and losing that sense of humanity to something external so the fool is the person that is quick like hasten to 
give up their power that Mm -hmm. they allow themselves to like get thrown into that situation so for instance you're walking down the street and someone accidentally bumps into you and all of a sudden you get like furious for no reason for a reason but you're being you're look foolish because it's like and i guess in that um place in the bible what they're trying to get at i'm guessing is don't be so quick to get angry mm-hmm. because yeah. it, it like that's the fight or flight thing is hard to overcome so another angle is how do you deal with that right because it's easy to say okay don't get angry just don't do it and then to actually not get angry right um that's a whole other thing. And I, I also think, sorry to interrupt, but I also think I've noticed this, especially, uh, you know, I think with our generation or just, you know, people today, like something common that we talk about on this podcast and on our blog is, as you know, um, is like social media and the negative effects of it and almost like the repetitive nature that we tend to kind of follow in today's world. Mm -hmm. Something that was like really interesting. I found a quote um, that said, there's something delicious about finding fault with something. Yeah. And I find that quote is really amusing just because, you know, in today's world, like a bigger picture, like, in our day-to-day lives we want to like feel something like we as humans we're not meant to be neutral so Mm -hmm. like we want to feel excited we don't want to be angry but that is part of our you know that's part of who we are so if something is frustrating us we spend so much time like obsessing over Oh my God, this is so frustrating. This is so annoying. Oh my God, I can't believe yeah. they did this because this, we want to feel almost like, I don't know. We, I feel like it's part of us wanting to be alive in some way. And maybe yeah. that's another perspective on anger. Okay, so this is so accurate. And I'll tell you personally, like four days ago, I was playing Elden Rings, this Dark Souls game. For those of you who don't know, it's essentially a game where you play as a character in a world very antagonistic to you. And the whole point is to overcome these bosses, these uh, enemies that are extremely difficult. You are so weak as a character and they're so strong. It's like David and Goliath. And it's so frustrating because you'll be doing so well, so well, and then you get dead. And it says on the screen, you're dead. (laughs) And this was happening to me, not three times, not four times, not five times, 20 times. I was was doing this one thing for like an hour, and I started screaming, I was like, what the heck? (laughs) That doesn't even make sense. Because, and I started faulting the game, not my ability to play it. I was like, how the screen didn't work that didn't work what 
and so I I caught myself. I literally caught myself and I looked over and I was like, did I really just get that angry over this? Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, it's I mean, delicious. We, we, we've all been we've all been there. Yeah. Video, you know, with video games. Oh yeah. It it's it is delicious. Um I I I I loved having that feeling because then and I know the Stoics talk about this a little bit as well, is you can kind of have that drive or ambition that you're like so angry about something that you actually want to complete it mm-hmm. or overcome that obstacle. And so I, it kept me going until I finished it. And I just, I felt so ecstatic when I finally finished. I was like, finally done. Yep, exactly. That's it. <laughs> it's um, it. It's kind of, it's just, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy to think about that, how, how, like, I don't know, I guess we don't, you you don't know the difference between the bigger moments of, like, you got fired from your job, you're angry, compared Mm -hmm. to, you stubbed your toe, you're angry. There's Mm -hmm. no, there's no, like, there's no core, there's no, they're similar. Like there's no difference yeah. between a bigger event that can happen that can cause you to be angry or something mm-hmm. microscopic, which is yeah. like I said, stub your toe. Oh yeah, it's like the same reaction. Losing in video games. Yeah. It, isn't that wild? The most trivial thing can make you furious and then you feel the same way when something major happens. Say a relationship ends or... You know, your car gets hit um, or like those are like real consequences. But like losing a video game, come on. Like if you're not really like a professional player, maybe that matters. But if you're just playing for fun or casual, then, you know. But a question, question for you, Mark, is that why do you think Why do you think um, we are not like capable of controlling our anger in the moment? Just, just your opinion, because I found that a lot of like the religious texture, it's very mm-hmm. like concrete, saying like, "Oh, uh, just don't get, don't get angry, uh, right? Because it's not good." Yeah, or, or don't get angry because oh, it's just part of life. Uh, yeah. You know, you have to deal yeah. with the bad and the good, and being angry is part of dealing with the bad. But yeah, what's well, your opinion on it? I think there. First, I think there's probably a lot of good research out there by people who uh, have whole degrees about this and discuss anger and why um, it's a good thing or a bad thing, how to control it. My first impression uh, through personal experience, my work, uh, work with philosophy and just as a general matter, I think it's probably a good thing that we can't control it in the moment for the most part, because it's one of those emotions that, as you said, and I never put it that way, but it makes so much sense, fight or flight. So you said it's the same type of thing as fear imagine if you didn't weren't scared of anything 
Imagine if you were never angry about anything. The world would be, I mean, such a different place. I would just right. say that. Yeah. Like we consider fear, which is a whole other can of worms, like bad. Like, oh, you don't need to be scared. You shouldn't be scared. Why not? Why not be angry, right? If your team loses, that's something to be upset about. What you, you're expecting to be indifferent. So you're saying so you're saying it's almost like fear and anger can actually be a good thing. They're 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 great because you lose that sense of humanity, but at the same time, you need that in order to recognize who like that you actually are like a person because you realize, oh, I only am myself because I'm capable of certain emotions, mm-hmm. right? And that reflective thing, uh, that reflective process later on mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have gotten so angry, but you got that angry because that's just, it happens. And yeah. there's not something to like get like, upset about right so upset about being angry it's ironic but when the place i draw the line like when it's actually a bad thing is when you're expressing it in a way that's detrimental to yourself or others like the Mm -hmm. expression to cut your nose to spite your face so if you lose the uh elden ring and then you decide to throw out your entire computer or console because of that. It's like one hour. It's tremendous loss for what? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, again, it's like it's microscopic. And, and me and Mark, we watched this really interesting, although it's a little off topic. I, I thought I would tie it back in here really quick. Yeah. Why does evil exist? Uh, with Morgan Freeman. It's a National Geographic little series. Very interesting if you want to check it out. Uh, And he did an interview with um, basically a psychopath. Mm -hmm. And they saw that he was not able to feel certain emotions in his brain. And I think that goes back to what you were saying in the sense of like human beings we all carry the same emotions and in a way those emotions can actually be good thing. Like can actually propel you forward. I think we've talked about fear a couple times, like not allowing your fear to restrict you, but rather enhance you. Yes. And it's almost like I look at anger as like, don't allow your anger to, and to, uh, propel you in a negative light use it to more understand why are you becoming angry in the first place right and that's what like uh, stoicism they talk about that too they said you know they they said from this article we found on on medium it said basically uh when you're angry we alienate ourselves from other people. The Stoics tried to conquer anger precisely because they wanted to restore our sense of oneness. Yeah. 
so that point of bringing yourself back to humanity and like your identity becoming whole again that you kind of lose who you are when you're angry mm-hmm. and i know from personal experience that's 100 percent how we, we feel what was interesting as well and i immediately think peaky blinders because i love peaky blinders i love yeah. thomas shelby <laughs> but it, have you seen pirates of the caribbean i don't think you and i've ever talked about pirates of the caribbean i've i've seen one i know i know it but i don't know the the scenes very well okay so there's essentially the villain yeah he never gets angry like whether uh cutler beckett he's a lord and he just has uh, same thing with thomas shelby and so often whether things are going their way or not they just sit they just sit there or stand there Mm. and they're very like not emotionless but very like subdued have you met someone like that in person yes um i've met a couple people throughout probably college and i'd say in law school as well i've met people who are very um like they'll do i say good on a test and they're like oh yeah like they'll get an a and they'll be like oh yeah and then they'll bomb it and they'll go better next time Mm -hmm. they won't they and what my point is here that these characters i just referred to and these people that i've met in real life that they are not gonna allow themselves to be brought down by anger or by losing they can feel that way but when it comes down to acting they're not going to act out, lash out, like uh, cut your nose despite your face. They're going to use those losses to their advantage and see it as an opportunity. So when you get a bad grade, you sit down and you go, I got this bad grade. Now let me take a look at the test. What did I get wrong? And not why did I get the question wrong? How did I not prepare properly? Yeah. When I didn't get that promotion, what actions did I not take that that guy or that gal took that got the promotion? I don't want to get angry and for it to blinker me away from that next opportunity. I want to instead uh, bring it back to what's the next step. And I think those characters and the people I've met have very subdued because they realize it's about the plot. It's about the journey. It's not about the, oh, the stumbles. Mm. I think that's something for, for you, the listener, to think about is that, you know, when when you're around at a party, uh, a networking event, on a date, it seems that the people, in my opinion, Mark's opinion, and, and just the readings we've done and the movies we've seen, it seems that the people that are often the most if you want to say well put together are the people that almost have like neutral emotions meaning they're able to understand like when they're angry like you were saying in the moment they're able to understand okay i'm angry that's almost Mm -hmm. 
part of being that's that's part of being a human being. Why am I angry, and can I control it? Oh. Meaning, do I have do I need to act out of character right now? Probably not. Yeah. Right. If you're excited, same. It's a similar thing. If you're excited, you're a human being. That's okay to be excited in the moment. But does that mean I need to make a fool of myself? Right. Probably not. This so it's, is like, a... it's a very powerful skill set to be able to say, I don't need to be too high. I don't need to be too low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the great example, I'm going to shoehorn in uh, tennis because I love tennis and you are going to learn to love it. Uh, yeah. So when... if, if you watch Nadal, Rafael Nadal play, he never, ever will get upset, throw his racket. The more um, he's just as committed, he's just as dedicated to winning, to perfecting his game and his performance. He's won uh, more than 20 uh, tournaments, like the Grand Slams now. And what you learn is in watching him play is that he doesn't throw right his racket like some of these more impassioned players do. And they don't allow, he doesn't allow his anger to overtake him. And he celebrates those moments when he does have success and he's critical when he loses a point, but he has to check himself because the match is going to keep going. Mm -hmm. Right. When you don't get that promotion, you're still going to be having a job and it's all going to be about that next opening. Right. Just yeah. like, and so next point, next game, next match, next tournament, it's about the next thing. So in the dating province, for instance, you know, like I think that's a conversation I'd like to have with you another time, but how like dating has become so commodified. Like it's basically like, Oh, what do you want from mm-hmm. from a person? So you look at the profile and you're like, oh, well, you know, they don't like dogs or they don't like white wine with their fish, whatever. So no. Um, but right. like dating wise, when you get rejected, eh, get angry, but don't let that like control your actions. Don't let that determine if you're going to go out on another date. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Well, this was uh, another great pod. Yeah. If you're listening, we just want to say we appreciate you. We're trying to put out as much good content as possible. Yeah. New blog post coming soon. Yes. Very excited. All right. Well, thank you, Miles. Thank you, listeners. We all look forward to uh, speaking with you soon. And that's it for me. Sounds good. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, bye.